Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Well, we finished up the Cave of Lencross story last week, and now we're on to a new chapter story. This one is going to be around the Bermuda Triangle. If you're not familiar with that, it's an area in the southern part of the Atlantic Ocean that has often been cause of loss of airplanes, ships, and it's been mysterious. People have entered this area and have never been found after. And it seems to always be in this specific triangular area of that ocean, and that's why they call it the Bermuda Triangle. And so it's just always been this mysterious thing. I haven't heard of any reports of people getting lost there in, in recent years, but you know, it used to be an area where a lot of things happen. And so it's just kind of always been this little bit of a mystery, uh, this spot in the world where people seem to get lost. And I want to make an interesting story around that. And so here we take the adventure of a group of students who go out with a captain and the small crew. And the students are really to become part of the crew. And they go out on a trip. And, well, they find their way into the Bermuda Triangle. And from there, the adventure begins. Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle. Chapter 1. The Voyage Out to Sea. Cars and vans and trucks had been pulling in of the parking lot at Pier 66 Marina in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. More than the usual, and these weren't grown adults coming in and out of those cars. No, these were students. Students that were heading out on an adventure, an adventure of a lifetime. The opportunity to go out on a large sailing ship for two weeks they would mostly be the crew. Some of these students had never been much farther from their small community. Many of them had gone to private schools to get their education, and their families were wealthy enough to pay for such an adventure. But there was a few folks that were what you'd call a little bit more normal. They came from smaller communities, didn't quite have as much money as these wealthy folks, but enough to go on this trip because it did cost a pretty penny. But it was an opportunity to experience life, some of the rough things to deal with in life, of working hard, and that's what this crew would have to do under Captain Robert Van Lusen. The captain had been offering this trip for 10 years now. Every year, these students would come back from this experience a different person. They no longer thought of the world the same way they had done before. Some had the thrill of their life, but in every way they were all changed, usually for the better. And today was now just the next year and the next group of students to take on this experience. Fifteen in all, mostly boys, but a few girls. They had their belongings with them, exactly down to the checklist given to them, and the captain made sure that they followed the checklist and didn't bring anything extra on. There's a few students that did try to slip a few things in, and those things were handed right back to their parents. One by one, the parents said goodbye to their children and left the marina that day. Mothers were crying on their way out. It was a sad day. Their kids would be gone for two whole weeks. Many of them had not experienced being away from home more than maybe a few hours, for some a day or two. It was a good opportunity for parents and students to be apart from each other. After all the parents had left the marina, Captain Robert 
gathered all of the students and had them sit down on the deck. Now listen here. I am your captain. And along with me is my co-captain, Jake Tripper. But you will dress us as captain and co-captain. We're going to teach you how to sail for the next two weeks. But in order for us to be successful and most importantly safe, we need to make sure you listen to every word that your captain and co-captain tell you. If we tell you to do something, you must do it and do it then. This is life and death. You're out in the middle of the ocean and anything can go wrong. Anything can change at a moment's notice and you have to react and we will direct you. We will teach you a lot of things, but you must be on good behavior and listen and no horseplay. This is not a playground and you will get your hands dirty. You will work hard and you will sweat. That's all right. You're going to learn a lot and we will have fun as well. Now, we are time to set sail. Now, I could share with you all of the things that they did and learned on their travels. But this story takes a twist. One where those details are somewhat important, but not super critical. I will rush ahead a little in our story and take you a few days out to sea. Crew had grown to work together. They went through some difficulties. Some weren't quite into the hard work that was there, but they did it. They did work hard, and they made it out quite a ways into the Atlantic Ocean, south of Florida. They had been heading, and there had been nice winds taking them along, and their weather has been nice to this point. But this is where our story changes. During the third day, the weather shifted. The winds came out of the east, and a storm was coming. The captain addressed the crew and let them know that a storm was coming and that they would need to be prepared. This would be their first huge challenge for the two-week journey. And they would have to stick together and listen. Well, that storm came up quicker than they had thought. Water had been splashing over onto the deck. And those students worked hard. They did well during that storm. And it lasted several hours. They had survived it. They were all weary and tired. And they were so glad that it was over. Once the ship was in a good state, the captain allowed the crew to take a little rest. While this was happening, the captain checked all of his gadgets and gears and checked his navigation to understand where they were after the storm, after being tossed and turned many different ways. He looked at the stars that were now out to help him guide his path. He thought he knew where he was, but he didn't. And so the crew thought he knew where he was. But as the day broke, he realized he did not know where he really was. They were in the middle of the ocean. They did know that much, but not where he expected to be. And so he set his course south, for he imagined he would run into an island or two out there, and they would get their bearings back. But when he went south, or what he thought was south, he never seemed to really find anything. He felt lost, but the compass on his ship was wacky. It wasn't really telling which direction he was going. He had to go by his knowledge of where the sun was coming up 
than where he thought he was. They were lost, and the crew started to understand that they were lost. And right about the time that they thought they were lost, they saw land. They all cheered, because they had not seen land for four days. Captain said, calm down, calm down. We will go to shore and take a break, and I will get our bearings back. So they came up upon the island, and he anchored out a little bit off of shore. He decided that they would take in a small inflatable raft to check out the island. He sent the whole crew with a co-captain, except for himself and two of the students. He told the co-captain to check out the island, try to get an understanding of where they may be, while he worked on his compass and other gears. They set off into that inflatable raft, which was large, if you can imagine, 14 people in there. They landed on shore, they got out, and they started to explore. They were looking around the island. And what they didn't notice, there was a man who had snuck out from the woods on the east side of the island. They did not see him, and he got into the raft, and he took it out towards the sailing ship. Those two students were down under deck and had not been paying attention to what was going on. The captain did see the raft coming back with a man, and he called the two students up. And that's when the group of 14 noticed that the raft had been gone, and they didn't know what they could do. They were on the island, but they weren't sure who was in that raft. The raft finally arrived next to the sailing ship, and the captain said, Yes, sir, how may I help you? Well, I was hoping you would take me, take me with you, wherever you're going. Why didn't you ask the group on the island? I thought you would be able to tell me more honestly than they could. I see. Why do you want to get off the island so bad? I've been here for many years, and I've not been able to get off, and now you are my only hope. Well, sure, we can probably help you out and accommodate you once we figure out where we are and where we need to go. Then the man slipped onto the ship, and the captain did not notice this. The two students did, but they didn't mention anything. This man grabbed the captain, threw him off of the boat into the water. Luckily, the captain wasn't too far from the raft and grabbed upon it. The students came up and tried to address the man and said, Where do you think you're doing? I'm taking the ship, he said. No, you're not, said the two students. They felt very confident with themselves. Yes, I am, and you're not coming with me. And the man grabbed the one boy and lifted him up and threw him into the ocean. The other boy grabbed him and tried to fight with him and tackle him down. But this man was fairly strong and finally got him picked up, tossed him in the raft, which shifted the raft, and the captain, who was almost getting into the sailing ship, fell back down into the raft. And this man started up the sailing ship's engine, because it did have a backup engine, and started to take off leaving the raft behind. The captain knew he wouldn't be able to chase down his sailing ship. Instead, he took the raft with the two boys, and they went into shore. Boys and girls were crying and upset because now they felt they would be lost out in the middle of the ocean forever. The captain said, It'll be fine. We will be found. But until then, we must find some shelter and explore the island. This concludes... Chapter 1, The Voyage Out to Sea, from the Trapped in the Bermuda Triangle story. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, 
you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.